Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I just nah because of the way we came up with it. It was just it was yeah, just we have so many unreleased songs. Like if we're talking like unreleased too, that's a different beast. But in terms of like songs we've dropped, I say put it on too. I think they're better than the stuff we have released. Some of them. The this one song I have with Trevay, you have that posted on your Visco. I have a lot that of your songs on my Visco. That song's a different. <laughs> we can't animal. expose my Visco right now. And I feel like I feel like one of the reasons you guys you have a lot of stuff that's really good that you haven't released because I've noticed that you actually put a lot of thought into, like the prep before you release a song. You do you put a lot of thought into it. You do quite a bit of promo. You've done release parties, things like that. So there's it's not just like you make a song and you drop it you guys put quite a bit of thought again into like the branding around how you're going to release it when you're going to release it to me that's more that's as important as making the song because if you if you make a great song and you can't promote it put it out there and put it to the right group of people to listen to it's not good like no one's going to hear it like they might as well not make it the intention of making a song is like to get it to the masses, right? Yeah. So you want every single fucking buddy to be able to hear the song. Everybody should be able to hear the song, right? And I feel like if I'm gonna put something out there and like at least like five thousand people aren't listening to it, then I just wasted my time and money. So sometimes we have these great songs in the vault, right, that haven't come out, and we're thinking, well, we don't. I want everyone to hear the song because it's that good, and not everyone's fucking with us right now, right? So I'm gonna wait till I get more traction. And then put it out there. And this is that song. And that's why we had to work on the social media presence, right? That's why, like, we out here looking all fly on the Instagram, taking pictures, just so that, like, people are just attracted to yeah, the image. Yeah, you look good on your Instagram. Yeah, so once you're attracted to the image, yo, fuck it. <laughs> Even if the song sounds trash, right? That's... Even if the song so sounds bad, out. you're still going to listen to it. That's true, because if you compare, like, somebody who has a big social media following and everybody loves them and puts out a mediocre song versus... Somebody who, like, has shit branding, no following, and everybody hates them, puts out a good song. Exactly. The guy with the worst song is going to yeah. get more listens, yeah. downloads, whatever, however you're measuring 100%. it. 100%. So, That's how it works. I, I can definitely see that, like, the brand that you've built around late 90s, like, even if it started with the music, it's not just about the music. Again, like, you have a social media presence that's, like, you guys are fairly active on there. You've done merchandise. You've done photo shoots. You've done, like, articles, all these other things. Even doing a podcast, like, contributes to the branding. We're just adding to the CV. No. If you had to give, like, a breakdown, how much of the work, or what's the breakdown of importance between, like, the music versus the branding? Ooh. It's hand in hand to me. It's, like, 50-50. It should be 50-50. It should always be 50-50. Without the branding, there's no music. Without the music, there's no branding. You know, like, back in the day, like, early 2000s, Brandon wasn't such a big deal. Cause lab- because, yeah, because social media wasn't, you know, in the equation, right? And labels took care of that. Like, yeah, labels really, had, had yeah. Control. But now that social media is so potent and shit, like, your Brandon has to be dope. Yes, yeah, And you can take care of the show. Because the first yeah. thing, when people hear about you, the first thing they do now is they go and check your Instagram page. 100%. That's how I check everything. Like, for me, even if I hear of, like, a restaurant recommendation the first thing i do is you go and check their like their instagram tags one thing that sucks with us though is like if someone wants to google us because our name is so like it's not like a it doesn't sound like a, a typical group name it's just like a, a, a phrase so you can go on google type in late 90s and you're gonna see so many late 90s, 90s r&b late 90s That's pop true. late 90s hip hop you don't see late 90s the r&b and rap duo like i, I saw this interview of a uh, pitbull talking and he was talking about how now if you google the word pitbull 
He comes from Quay the Dog. <laughs> that's how you know you made it. Yeah, that, 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 that's a goal for us, you know? The other thing, too, that's hard is the people mess up the spelling. So I actually thought it was really oh smart. Oh, my Lord. You guys, you guys did you this one Instagram post. You don't even know the half of it. You did an Instagram post that was really smart where you were like, you like spelt late 90s, like four that. different that ways. Like and you were like, this ago. one's incorrect, this that. one's incorrect. Here's how you actually spell it. I was like late nineties, so then I put it there. I was like, it's not boom, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that, it's not Derek and Danny, it's not Danny and Derek. It's late. And it's true because if I, even me who knows you, if I were to go on Spotify and spell it wrong, like you're not even gonna show up. Even our producers sometimes, like when they're sending uh, stems back to us, we're like, yeah, they 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 spell it wrong. Correct. Thing- I don't know why people just love putting an apostrophe. Like that's extra work to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's no point. You gotta teach people. That's so much work. Right? It is. I mean. The music is a product, right? So it's, it's literally a business. And that's why, but sometimes I hate that because sometimes you want to, I just want to drop what I want to drop, right? Like, I just want to make music that I want to listen to, not like, I'm like, fuck everyone else. I want to listen to this song. doesn't want to cater to the needs of people, hundred percent. Right? But then I got to remember it's a business, so I got to make, make no money if you do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people might fuck with it here and there, but like, sometimes you really got to make music for everyone or like the a mass people you, know, like, I mean, you have to ones. listen to what the market wants and if you give something that the market wants then you're going to be successful no matter what and you know that goes both ways because i just realized something right let's say something's trending and you hop on the trend you're gonna die with the trend 100 percent. because yeah that's what you know yeah you you, you you obviously die with the trend that's why you don't hear from Lil pump no more the first producer that we worked with always said this hey listen you guys like making music like uh, certain artists. Like sometimes you guys want to sound like Drake. Sometimes you want to sound like Future. The only thing is, if these guys want to listen to Drake and Future, they're gonna listen to Drake and Future. Yeah, why would they listen like to you? Yeah. So why would they listen to you if they can listen to Drake and Future? Because they're a better version of themselves than we could be. You know what I mean? That's when sometimes you have to block out the noise. So then it's this balance between like you want to be aware of the trends and what the market wants, but you don't want to be oh. following up on it so closely that you're just mimicking everyone else. Mm. see how hard this can be (laughs) like music's a fucking puzzle sometimes it is it's a jigsaw it's true and it's like that with any kind of business like you have to be aware of what the competition's doing but you also have to stay in your own lane because if you listen to what everybody else is doing all the time then even subconsciously you're going to start to sound like everyone else Mm -hmm. i agree with that just once i realized that we had to treat this like a a business i started looking at the money i'm like i'm trying to monetize because we never monetized the first three years we weren't looking to monetize we'd actually turn down money when people would offer it to us for like anything and we'll do it for free so i'm like yo let's start making money like we throw a lot of fucking money into this music i we've thrown like almost 10 maybe more than ten thousand, hundred 100 percent into music that is crazy and i think that was the moment when i realized how much you guys love the craft is when you told me that like in the first three years like you never right because like spotify will pay you for like the amount of downloads you have or whatever you guys told yeah. me you've never cashed in like you never withdrew Nah, we still have it a long time, mm-hmm. five years, ten years. And that goes, like, if anything, show. that goes to show how crazy you are about, like, the craft. Like, making music is a hustle. It's like any form of entrepreneurship, where you have to put in a ton of work and sometimes a ton of money without any kind of guarantee of an outcome. The same applies to any other type of business. Like, it's like a fucking to, gamble. You have to be the specific kind of person who's willing to put in the work. Like, most people are going to settle for some boring-ass job they hate because it pays, like, X amount of dollars per hour or per year, so at least they have the certainty of making money. 
Whereas with something like this, you just have to put in the time and effort because you love it. And exactly. if you're successful, it comes I like back. that word. See, yo, if, see, everything we do for music is out of love. Like, I fucking love music. Looking forward, my whoever my partner is going to be, like, in future, whoever I get married to, whatever, has to love music as much as me. Like, I fucking love music. I can't go a day without listening. Like, when you guys started, was there a conscious decision of, like, okay, we're going to do this for a couple years, put everything in, and see if it makes money? Or is it just that love the music so much you didn't really have a choice whether to do it or not? You know, yo, we're late 90s. We're actually a trio. We started out as a trio. It was me, Danny, and our engineer, right? Jake. When we, when three of us first started, that was the whole goal. Yeah, let's just do this for a couple of years and let's see where it's well, We hit an age, we put out like an age on it. When we're at uh, 26, I think. 25, I think? 25, 26, I don't know. How old are you? <laughs> you guys, it took, it took six say. years of friendship for y'all to tell me how old you were. I was guessing for literally six years. I thought you were. No, but you know. No, we just told it this year. Early this no, year. I told it last year. You know, you literally year. told me your last birthday last summer. Yeah, oh, yeah well, she knows. Okay. Um, we're not old. Too old. <laughs> I like when people guess, though. Yeah, so we started out as a trio. It was three of us. And, um, you know, that was that, like, which, what, what you said at first was uh, with the whole plan. Um, we was like, we was going to do this for, like, I think four years and see how far it goes. And if it doesn't go that far, then, yo, we just going to have to go our separate ways, right? Yeah. Yeah, because late 90s is bigger than music. I, I, won't, I won't reveal how old you are, but, like, now going forward... Will you continue to put out music and for how long? Because I've talked to Derek about this and at least for Derek, I cannot see him not making music when he's older. But it's different like whether you do music or not. Hopefully I make it this year. If I don't make it this year, then boom, I'm going to make it next year. If I don't make it next year, then boom, I'm going to make it That's the I love that mindset. Yeah. You got to be resilient, you know? So will you continue to put out music as late 90s? Of course. Okay, when's the next song coming out? We have so many unreleased we could drop right now. We but could. timing is timing has to be perfect though, right? I I don't like dropping music that I've sat on for too long. I personally am getting okay. fucking impatient and I want new music to listen to. Yo, you're not the only one. I like I think I would cry if you guys ever stopped releasing music. Most times I'm at work, I'm thinking of bars, like I'm that's, you're, that's you're fighting right. while you're at work. 100%. That's where I get like most of my ideas. Oh, you know? Most of my bro, I can't what? be doing this. Right? <laughs> like, you're you're like, yeah, that's what not what I want to do. Let me let me start thinking of bars. And I'm just writing songs while I'm working. Like it's all coming in my head. So I run to the washroom. Oh, that bar was tough. I'm gonna write it down. Go you back like to write it down in your notes app. That's where I write all my bars. That's where everything is. If anyone got my notes app right now, shit. <laughs> you don't even understand what just think it's writing the journal. But that's kind of interesting that it can that it sometimes comes to you as you're doing something else and not like not like I'm gonna sit down right now and write a song. But that's forcing it. Because yeah. I do that too though. Don't get me twisted. Like I do that too, but like when I have to sit down and on the spot think of like a whole sixteen or thirty-two, I'm kinda limited because like I'm forced to do it now. Like I have to finish it now. I have to think of everything now creatives shouldn't work like that it should come to me any time of the day sometimes i'm in the washroom taking a shower and i have to step out to get my phone to write something because i just thought of something what's the last one we read over bed i was in the washroom i hope i wrote the whole verse in the washroom oh crazy and and i wasn't gonna do that song initially but then i i had the beat and then i, yeah, I hate writing really when i'm forced to and that's why creatives can't work in spaces like schools and stuff where they're forced to go to recess at a certain time. Dude, that's why I dropped out. 
yeah, like you can't you can't force me to do something. I'm solely creative. Like everything about me is is like my only problem is communicating whatever the fuck I have in my head. You know what I'm saying? But I like that because that's part of the brand too. Is like you are comfortable doing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. Right, like whether that's the fashion, so whether it's like wearing whatever the hell you want, saying whatever you want in your music, like being creative, you you have to be like that if you want to be successful. It's the whole point we talked about. Like you have to stand out from the crowd. Whatever I do, there's gonna be some aspect of music in it, even if I'm not recording it. I think I'm always gonna record music. I just at some point, even when I'm like 50, I might record music, but maybe not drop it, but just for my like it's therapeutic. 100%. Writing and recording it, just like... Like, there's this sense of fulfillment. Yelling. Like you make a good song, you know, that cause. No, even just yelling at the mic. <laughs> so just like rapping it, yelling at the mic and hearing it back. Yeah, I don't I don't need anyone's opinion on stuff. You know what I mean? On my stuff sometimes. Just do it for me. Mm-hmm.